Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Conversation with Muse. Today's episode is going to be about creativity. I have an amazing guest on the show, a longtime friend. We went to school together. Um, she's an author and she has published several books. So help me welcome to the show, Chelsea. Hi, Chelsea. Hey, well, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for agreeing to come on. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm doing good. It's so nice to see you. Oh, you too. It's been years, but you know, like on social media, we'll keep up, but like not right. us like, physically seeing each other. So where are you now? I am in Houston, Texas. Hey. Um, I know I became a Texan. I can't believe it. But I just decided, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give my writing, like, literally my all. And I wanted to move to, like, a different city, which is, like, I know it's super far from Florida. But yeah, I was just like, you know what? Hey, I only have one life to live, so I'm going to give it my all and just move and go. Oh, my God. So how long have you been in Texas? Almost a month now. Oh, so month. it's, like, new. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, and I I love it. It reminds me so much of home, minus mm -hmm. like the traffic part, mm -hmm. but like the culture, the food and stuff like that, the diversity and everything, it literally reminds me of home. Oh, that's amazing. So obviously, you know, I know you, but um, give our guests a little bit inside of who is Chelsea and who you are and what you do, a premise, so we can kind of flow into our conversation. Okay. Well, hi, everybody. My name is Chelsea Maria. That's what I pin under. And I am an author of Black Romance. So that means I write basically like all Black type of love stories, contemporary romance, urban romance, anything centered around Black love. I am an author of that. And I've been a published author now for three and a half years. Um, I have 16 books under my title so far. I am self-published and I am out here doing what God called me to do, and I had living my best life, so. Oh, that's amazing, self-published. So I'm going to get into a little bit about what that means later into okay. the show, but I'm super geeked. Here's why, because <laughs> back maybe around high school days, around that time, going into college, mm -hmm. I'm an avid reader of these stories, like Black love stories. So my favorite author is Eric Jerome Dickey, rest his soul, he passed last year, right. yeah. but when I saw that you were writing, I remember the first time I saw that you published something. I down on you're on Amazon, so I download mm -hmm. all this stuff, and I'm just like, I have to support. This is so 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 amazing. Thank you. <laughs> now, tell us, uh, give us a little bit of background about how you got into writing. How did that come about, and how did you you became a writer? Was that something that you always wanted to be? Actually, no, <laughs> it was not. I had no idea. Like, I love journaling a lot. Mm -hmm. um, even when we were in high school, I had like notebooks. I would just write, you know, like stories, you know, just made up stories off my mind, off the events that happened while I was at Piper, like literally because, okay. you know, Piper was a show every day. <laughs> so <laughs> I would tell, you know, the, the, the stuff that I experienced and stuff and just writing my notebooks, like little, you know, just little stories here and there. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until I was in college that I was like, okay, you know what, I'm going to kind of see, you know, like if I could write a full story. And it was just from my entertainment, like literally my entertainment, and that was it. And um, I wrote it, kept it in my notebook, never touched it after that. And I was back home again, probably like some odd years later. And um, I was reading. I became an avid reader to like this world of like urban romance. Okay. I loved it. Mm -hmm. And um, I was in this period of my life where I was like searching for my purpose. I was like, what am I supposed to do with my life? What am I supposed to do with myself? Like, 
what is my calling? Because I had dropped out of college. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go back to school. I had a good job with the county, but it still was unfulfilling for me. And so one of my favorite authors at the time, Be Love, she mm-hmm. opened up um, her publication company. I was like, you know what? I said a big prayer. I was like, Lord, you know, if this is in your hands, we're going to see what happens. Yes. So I submitted a manuscript, like literally a story that I wrote so long ago. And I got picked up for it. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, okay, Oh, that's exciting. Like, so exciting. I was like, wow, like, I'm really about to do this. And literally, like, I got signed in October of 2018. Um, and my first book came out January of 2019. And it was, like, literally, like, it's been a roller coaster ever oh since. <laughs> like, so you kind of just said, okay, let me just step out on a limb here. And you said yeah. you were, your job was in accounting, but you weren't fulfilled from that? Oh, no. Like, I was working for the county of oh, Broward the county. county. Okay. So yeah, the like, county. I was a property appraiser. Um, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, I would go around, you know, appraising the properties for a commercial. And I knew I didn't want to do that forever. Like, yes. no offense. The job did what it was supposed to do in my time that I was there. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I just knew I was too creative to just sit still and just work for somebody else. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. mind was way too creative, too active. Like, I'm at work and I'm writing down stories. So, <laughs> yeah. And oh, wow. literally, so, like... Wow, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. I I hear these stories a lot of people, you know, finding their purpose. And even when you told me that you moved, I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> Listen, stepping out nobody your knows. Zone. Oh my gosh, breaking news then. Hey, <laughs> right? Everybody said like my family because you know they were still shocked. They were like, what? Like you have nobody out there. It's just you. I said, I know. Sometimes that's what it takes. That's amazing. That's the creativity I'm loving. Now, you mentioned earlier that you've published, what, 19 books thus far? 16 books. 16 books. How challenging is the writing and public? Well, not even the writing. We'll get into the writing. But how challenging is it to publish your first book? So I know that you submitted and Mm Beloved's company. But how challenging is it for, for anyone, and especially you, to publish your first book? Honestly, it's not as hard as people think. I thought it was going to be super hard, but the only hard part of it is actually writing the story, okay. which that's on you as the individual. Um, but the actual process to from start to finish is really not hard. It's just a matter of, one, knowing what platform you want to self-publish on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, right now, Kindle is it. Everybody has Kindle. Everybody has, you know, Amazon Kindle. Nook kind of is still there, but it's not as big as Amazon. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's free to sign up, free to upload your book. Like you don't have to pay anything to, you know, get your book out there. It's just a matter of you actually writing a book and Mm -hmm. putting it out there. So I would say the hardest part for anybody is just writing a book. Once you write that book, you're all set to go. Like now you're an author, you finish, you hit the end or to be continued, you know, however it is. But the hardest part is just writing the easy part is uploading it and getting it out there for everybody to read it. Okay, so that makes sense. But is there a difference between, well, I'm sure there is a difference, but what is the difference between getting publication via a digital platform, such as like Amazon, you said, versus actually getting your book in a bookstore, like getting a physical touch book published to the bookstore? Is it the same publication process and then printing is different? Or what does that look like? Well, the contracts are different. There okay. we go. In, in, that, in that sense, well, if you're self-publishing, 
you don't have to worry about a contract because that's all on you. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as like ebook goes, now if you want to do actual like physical copies to like stores and stuff like that, there are like um, different like third parties that you do have to kind of do like a distribution deal with um, to get your books into those stores. So mm-hmm. right now there isn't a way for you to kind of like just like here, can you put my book in your store? Um, but it's easier if, actually if you want to put your books in libraries than it is in stores because okay. again you have to have that distribution deal to have it in a store library you can just be like hey I want to donate or can you guys you know pick up my book and they'll do that um, but yeah so self-publishing ebook is kind of easier and you get full control over your money mm-hmm. so I would definitely say like if somebody is starting out um, to go the ebook route only because it's so much easier, especially with technology nowadays. People are really reading everything from their phones, from their yeah. tablets, from their computers. Yeah. Um, now, if you want to go like distribution, make sure that you read your contracts. Make sure you read because, you know, sometimes you may think you're only signing a distribution deal, but some of those contracts have it to where they have the copyrights of your books. Yes. So. Yeah, you want to be careful that you're only doing this to have distribution in the stores, you know, like Walmart, Barnes and Nobles, um, you know, things like that. But understand it's going to be a cut in the middle. They're yeah. going to want their cut for putting your book in the store. So, you know, you're not really in control of all that. But um, I haven't gone that route just yet, only because um, Amazon has it to where you can purchase your books in paperback at like a discounted rate, like a wholesale rate. Mm-hmm. And so I, I sell them on my website versus, you know, I'm putting them in the stores. Great. You get more eyes on your books. Yes. But right now, because I still feel like I'm kind of new to all this, um, even though I've been three years in the game, but I'm still kind of new. And I prefer to have like where I can literally sign your name in my book. You know, oh, thank you for giving yeah, like a little message. Me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, building that relationship. So when y'all do see me in this store, I'm like, oh, that's Chelsea. That's Chelsea. There yeah. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So this was outside of my scope of questions, but you touched on something as far as like getting more eyes on the book and Mm -hmm. how hard is it right now for you? Or if it's hard at all, because for some people it isn't to market your current, like, I would say catalog of books. Is that, mm-hmm. is that what you call books? Catalogs? Okay. Yeah, catalogs. <laughs> I know like music would be catalogs, but yeah. How hard is it to um, kind of market or just put yourself out there to advertise for people to go on Amazon to um, purchase or even download? How hard is that for you? I'm going to be honest. It's hard. Okay. <laughs> Only because there, I won't say it's an oversaturated market, but because I feel like everybody has their own lane, like, I write like how Chelsea Maria writes. I don't mm-hmm. write like this next person. So I created my own lane, but it is um, a very oversaturated market. And at the same time, it kind of isn't because depending on what you write, mm-hmm. but to answer your question, you really have to, it is hard. And there are books dropping literally every day, multiple books. So you're trying to not necessarily compete, but also get your name out there in the same sense of, Hey, I know this person's job, but can you read my book too? Yes, yes. And it's, yeah, you got to be consistent. You got to show up. You got to put yourself out there, which, listen, I just wanted to be the, the author when I first started. I yeah. just wanted to be like, hey, this is my book. Put it out there and just let the fairies take care of it. I didn't want to handle no promotion, no marketing. Like, I was like, no. But then, you know, my publisher, she was like, if you don't sell your book, then who's going to, you know, how are people going to know about absolutely, you? Absolutely, absolutely. And... 
And that's one of the things I had to realize, like the hardest person going for me, it has to be myself. Like, yeah, you know, I have very, very faithful readers that read everything I drop, but there are other readers who don't know about me, you know, and those are the people that I'm trying to reach as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know, when people ask me to do um, all these book discussions and granted, I like to stay behind the camera, but <laughs> you got to show up because, you know, you want people to read your book and you have to be your biggest fan. Like yeah. you have to be your biggest supporter, your biggest motivator. And that's what I had to learn. Like, even though I'm under a publisher name, she's only doing so much on what she can do. Yeah. I have to literally do the rest. Yeah. And that is social media engagement. I just want to post my pictures and go. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brand of behind it it's just like advertising oh my gosh like marketing and i don't know how people do this i'm like it's a full-time job like you know figuring out the algorithms but it's so thrilling when you see your hard work pays off like when you see that you like you know what i worked hard i did especially now as a self-published author because i literally do everything Mm -hmm. my graphics my marketing my ads like the whole nine my email campaigns like everything i have a greater respect and love for my art now because i'm literally in the driver's seat of everything Mm -hmm. and it's so pleasing because my hard work and dedication of putting myself out there even when i'm uncomfortable yes it has it's paying off to where i'm literally like enjoying what i'm doing now not saying i did it but it's more pleasing because i'm like yo i worked hard for that and you feel a little bit more fulfilled right yeah, like, like y'all, like, I'm doing this, you know, yeah. like, like, I tell people all the time, if I'm not confident in anything else, I'm confident in knowing I can write a book. Ooh, you better say that, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you said something that really, like, stuck with me just now. You said, if I'm not my biggest fan, then who's going to be, right? So, right. yes, you have the tools behind you, but if you, the person that's actually, like you said, in the driver's seat, or it's your thing, it's, if it's my product, I can't expect someone else like if I have my product of maybe a phone I can't say oh Chelsea's going to push it for me it's just like it's not Chelsea's product it's not her job like you have to believe in your product I love that oh my gosh so I do want to transition a little (laughs) bit into writing you said you wrote your first book in college well you kind of wrote it and tucked it away right Mm -hmm. Um, what is the process now three years in the game what is the process now worth writing like do you have a process or what yeah let's start there do you have a process for writing I do have a process so I get inspired like literally through the most random places like I was in a mall yesterday and just overhearing people conversations I got ideas for books so I get inspired literally just by everyday life you know conversations of my friends my family music everything and I literally like the idea that starts with the book it turns into my outline now it takes me a while to outline only because I'm very detailed like I'm all about the character development you know building that character development because I want when you pick up my book, I want you to be able to feel the emotions, you know, feel everything. Like, I want you to literally feel like you're watching a movie, like you're in the scenes with my character. So I have to build that character development off rip. Like, I have to be like, okay, this is what I want to have down. And usually I'm inspired, like I said, by everyday life. I turn those inspirations into an outline of a book. Once my outline is done, then that's that's when I reach out to my graphic designer and she's the one who does my covers for me, my book covers. Okay. Book covers are essential to writing a book. Mm. 
Because let me tell you something, if you have a, a book that is not so eye-catching, even though they may know your name, they may skip over it. The story because, is not presented on the front. Oh, that is right. Okay, got you, got the you. The whole package has to, like, from the title of the book, you know, like, especially depending on, like, uh, like what category you write in. You know, like, if you write, like, urban romance, you know, right now, the big thing is, like, like My Savage Loves Me, <laughs> something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. you know, like, Thug Me Out Bay or whatever, but, yeah. you know, something catchy, what you know, that? to what you're yes. doing. Yeah. And so if, if the title and your cover is like on point, like you good to go. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's usually where I'm at. I'm like, okay, I got my outline done. I got my book cover done. Now it's time to actually write. Now that process can take anywhere from a month to two months. It all depends on the length of my books. My books are pretty lengthy now. They're like um, anywhere from 80,000 words to over a hundred thousand words. Mm-hmm. That's long. Oh, what, so <laughs> Pause here for a second. What does that mean in the grand scheme of things? So for, I, I told you one of my favorite authors that I used to. So the book is about this thing. Um, well, how many chapters is that? Because a lot of these books, some some of the chapters are maybe like uh, four pages. And then there's chapters that are like 17 pages, 32 chapters. About when you say those numbers, what does that mean in like chapters or the size of the book? Now, I wouldn't compare it to chapters because it really all depends on how the author styles her books as far as like the interior, because you can have a hundred thousand word book, but you can only have 10 chapters. That means she puts, she groups her chapters together for however she, you know, she wants that to. Mm -hmm. Now in terms of the thickness, that's like a 400 word, I mean a 400 page book, like it's thick. Um, Yeah. And in the world of, um, self-publishing, especially when it comes to ebooks, the longer your word count, the more money you make. Like that's literally how it goes. Oh, because they're reading more. You know, we get paid per page swipes. You know that okay. the readers read. So you have a bigger word count. You got more pages. More pages equals more pages swipe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it it gotcha. all comes down to <clears throat> you know to the to the add to the adding and subtracting of how this works. Mm-hmm. Now, I won't say like the the books that are less don't sell because they do. It all depends, like I said, on your marketing, on mm-hmm. how you present your book. But I do know like like if you're a person like me and a few others who release maybe three or four books a year, maybe more. When you have those long books, it makes up for those gaps that you're not releasing as frequently as other people. Yes. Um. So for you were in your you were in your regiment of how you write. Based on what your graphic designer comes back with, does that then change character development or you just say, hey, this is character development. This is your inspiration and go off of this. And then you kind of once you get your visuals back, you said, "Okay, I feel a little bit better about what I'm about to write. And then that builds you or does that how does the two coordinate? Now, it does coordinate like that sometimes like where, you know, like she'll send me back something like I'll send her my ideas. First of all, like, mm-hmm. I'm like, OK, this is what I'm writing. This is where I kind of like, you know, like just say like um, my next release, you know, I'm doing about, you know, like this girl, she's very, you know, dark skinned. I want her to be, you know, like very Afrocentric, whatever, you mm-hmm. know, you know, or if I want a couple on the, on the cover. So I'll send her my ideas. She'll send it back. Now, sometimes as of lately, what she sends me, I love because she's great at what she does. And it'll turn into another story because I'm like, oh, wait, oh. you know, like this, like, like yeah, like it'll <laughs> spark an idea for another story. So then now I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep this one before another story. So I need you to go back to the drawing board, you know, and get what I want. 
So it, it, it's you're really like more work, Chelsea. You're giving her more work. <laughs> I know, but she loves it because you know, hey, that's her job. But, True. Yeah. You know, for me, it's like now I have like this arsenal of covers I haven't used yet because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh wait, I can use this for another story. You know, and sometimes that's literally how it is because the graphic designers like um, that I work with, they that they release covers. You know, like these pre-made covers to us. You know, all the time because, like I said, like they're authors releasing every day so they know covers are in high demand yeah um so when you see something like you literally gotta snatch it up and use it literally like that because that same model can be used next thing you know you're like dang i just purchased this cover but i see this girl in this other cover yeah yeah so it's almost like a twofold thing like yeah i got this nice cover but i gotta hurry up and use it because if another graphic designer comes across the same model then i can't really use it and then the author just takes it up so that's yeah. interesting. And you you mentioned that you your books are getting longer and longer and you just recently wrote one of your biggest books, well, your longest books, right? Yes. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that. Oh my gosh, like um the book started out I, I wrote the first well it was like a it, it was almost like a a snippet of sense like my publisher had asked us to do an anthology. So I just used a character. It was like 2 years ago mm-hmm. in an anthology, you know, just to write something short but people love the male character that I use so um the year before last year I was like you know what I'm gonna turn it into like a full story it started with one book went into two books turned into a series that last book my lord (laughs) it was I want to say like almost like 150,000 words my longest book to date 150,000 words now I wrote the whole series during the pandemic Mm -hmm. and you know, and thank God, you know, like some authors, they couldn't write because, you know, writer's we block and no, no creativity. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I wrote my best work ever. And I thank God for that because that <laughs> that series literally took my career from where I was to where it is now. And people like, but like, what happened? My fan base grew. Yes. Like substantially, you know, just off of that series alone, because I got to tap into this creative side of me that I never knew existed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wrote this book about brothers, you know, based on MIM, you know, mm-hmm. the joy game. <laughs> but <laughs> um, and that long book, I wrote the harvest of that book. I really did. And I still am. I thank God for that. Um, That's amazing. And Listen, and if anybody wants to write a long book, I encourage you take your time. It took me, I want to say about three months to write it. And that was with the pandemic going on. I'm working from home at the time. But when you want something, you put your dedication into it and your motivation. Absolutely. It it will come out to be literally everything you want to be. So even though I wasn't panicking on the, on the outside to everybody about the pandemic, I channeled all my emotions in that Into book and it resulted. Yeah. Oh, and it came out through my best work. So that's that's awesome because for pandemic for a lot of us was like you said, it's the stress, the anxiety. And I know mm-hmm. for creators like yourself, um, writer's block is real. And you're saying you got the opposite of that in COVID, well, in the pandemic. And even for musicians, a lot of them during that time, they weren't weren't putting out music because, again, it's that creativity and that writer's block. And Mm -hmm. for some of your stories, I... There's so many. I'm going to ask you for your top five. And I don't know if you can pick between your babies, but I'm going to ask you for your top five. (laughs) But 
do you plan on turning any of these stories into like a series, like a play or kind of like, you know, web series or anything like that? I've been thinking about like a web series mm-hmm. or almost like a, almost like a podcast series because I've got into like listening to so many, like, you know, the crime series on, yes. on podcasts. Yes. And it's interesting how visual you are when you listen to this stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. This is the way to go. Because again, I mean, like who's driving and also on YouTube trying to watch a video, but you can drive or you're working absolutely. and listen. Absolutely. So I, uh, that has kind of piqued my interest a lot lately. Um, now, as far as like movies and stuff like that, of course, that's like a dream of mine. Like if Tyler Perry or anybody today asked me, hey, can I tell you a book? You can have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut me my check and run me my money. But, <laughs> um, but yes, that is, right? <laughs> yes. That is a dream of mine um, to one day have any one of my books turned into a movie or a podcast series, anything, you know, just to see my work elevate from where it is now. Yes, mm-hmm. I would love to see it. Oh, that's amazing. For your top five, um, I want to, I have a list of questions, but I feel like I want to veer away from that. Nothing crazy, but what, is, what are your top five, is top five books that you have written to date? Okay, so my top five will be the first one I released, which is For You, I Will. Yes, which is the um, one I downloaded. <laughs> I have it, <laughs> trust me. And I started, I just haven't finished because reading has been back burner, but continue. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, that one, that was off the rip. My first one will always be number one. Um, For You, I Will. Why Don't We Fall in Love? Mm-hmm. Um, Our Type of Love. Our Type of Love, yep. Yeah, um, all I ask of you, which is that last big book that I just writ- mm-hmm. written, and Champagne Wishes, which is the one I just dropped in January. Um, My Heart is Your Secret was also another one that I downloaded too. Oh, yes. <laughs> My Heart is Your Secret. Yes. I downloaded that one. That's good. <laughs> well, who is your favorite character that you have, um, that you've developed in the, since you, you've been writing? Who's your favorite character? Oh, I got two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So my first one would be um, Andrea from my first book, which is For You, I Will. Yeah. Um, that whole series, I'm not serious, but that whole book right there is very special to me because one, it is my first published book. Mm-hmm. At least I got suspended writing that book at work. Oh my God. Because you're on the on your job, like doing your creative right. stuff. <laughs> yes. And I wrote on a notepad. That's the crazy thing about it. And they didn't even know the notes were about. I'm like, because they said I was using company policy. Whatever, oh, I don't worry no more, so I don't care. But <laughs> um, listen, that's how I knew that book was gonna be special. Mm-hmm. But that book right there set the tone for me as an author. Um, only because I went a different route than people usually do. Like my main, uh, my main character, she was she was autistic, mm-hmm. um, and her husband is, you know, he's a music producer. So trying to combine these two different worlds you know and love was very challenging I do a lot of research um, but I wanted to just show that there are so many different elements to love like Mm -hmm. there are so many different elements to how we love Um, and I got to do that with her like I literally created my lane as where I am now we're starting with her character because one she's autistic but she's Tess is high on the spectrum. She's very smart. You know, her mm. love for God and people and just everything. I really got to be super creative with her. Um, 
And then my second favorite one would be from that thick book we were talking about, um, All I Ask of You, Emil Kalman. Um, he is my favorite character, probably my favorite to her, but I'll put them two together <laughs> because ooh, uh, he stressed me out. Um, <laughs> man, and people are like, girl, how can the character stress you out? <laughs> they can because like, when you try to develop these perfect people, yes. and he's not perfect by any means necessary, but when you're trying to develop these characters and try to portray them as real to you as the readers, mm-hmm. it takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of creativity. And he challenged every area of my life. He challenged me mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Like I had wow. to channel so many, like, you know, I understand now how, how actors feel when they have to take on these dark roles because mm-hmm. his past was so dark as a child. Okay. And I'm like, and you had to tap into that as the writer. I had to tap into that, like literally tap into his dark childhood and trying to get out of that space when I wrote that, like it took me months to write a book after that. Like I could not, like, wow. I'm like God, I'm, I am exhausted. Like I'm mentally people are like, why are you depressed? I had to go depressed because he's wow. depressed right now. Yeah. Like I had to channel every emotion. Like there was like the darkest of dark things. <laughs> like I'm like, good Lord, I can't do this on an everyday basis, but I had to. Because I wanted to deliver the art that I knew I could. I just had to mentally go Go there. there. Oh my gosh. Insert the mind blown emoji because that was going to be, (laughs) that was going to be my follow-up question to who's your favorite character as to um, how far do you have to go to develop some of these characters? Because, you know, it seemed easy to be like, okay, she's going to be a female in her twenties in Miami because one of the things that I like to, and this is somewhat, it's somewhat meshes, right? Because when for me marketing is the thing and i always talk to brands about building your customer persona is knowing who your audience is so you can target that person so for you it's building a character so when i'm telling a brand to build your avatar or your customer persona it's okay who is she what does she do what does she like like you know paint that person but for you Mm -hmm. painting a person is you have to think about their ideology or like you said going to their childhood and going into a depressed state because someone is in that dark how does how challenging is that for you as a writer um mo girl listen (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's super challenging especially if you never dealt with that yeah um on your own or even if you have and it brings up triggers yes um and you know he was a child he was a, a like i'm gonna use him for example he was abused as a child mm-hmm. you know father abused him I, I i wasn't abused as a child so i'm trying to channel these emotions because i want to paint a picture so now you're trying res- to sorry but mm-hmm. then for research purposes do you also reach out to people that have been through some of these things or i have okay I have like um, like uh, one of my books, uh, Our Type of Love, the character, she dealt with a miscarriage. I reached out to one of my cousins that I knew that had a miscarriage. And I used her angst and her sorrows and her anger for how she felt mm-hmm. and channeled it in that book. So, of course, I had to feel that as if I lost a child. And people tell me, like, I can feel these emotions. Yeah, you can because I put all that in there, you know, because yeah. I wanted you to feel. But, yeah, a lot of the things, like, if I haven't experienced it, or if somebody I know, like very close, mm-hmm. um, 
that's how I get into, you know, watching a lot of documentaries too. Mm. Um, I watch a lot of documentaries or a lot of like, um, like conversations. Like if you just hear people over talking about how, girl, let me tell you what this man did. I ain't never dealt with that situation, but I'm hearing you talk about it and I'm taking how you feel when you're talking about your friend. So I take all that and I put it in myself and I'm releasing it through pen and paper, which it's almost like I live there. Yes, yes. And, but yeah, channeling that emotion, it is mentally exhausting. Like it is emotionally exhausting. Um, You know, like I am very skeptical right now to channel like a rape victim because Mm. I I can't go there mentally. Mm. Like I'm not saying like, it's just like, I feel like that will really just kind of like, ooh, you know, like just wipe me out right now. (laughs) And because like there are just build, some things, yeah. Yeah, because once you build some of these characters, like you said, it's just like for us the readers, right? Because I'm on that mm-hmm. end. It's I think about you authors, and I'm like, how do they know this? How like how precise you guys get? And obviously, we understand research, but sometimes you guys write to the T. So, like you're saying, these male characters, you know, you are female, and you're building these strong male characters, and it's just like. Oh my gosh, yes, we know we have dads and brothers and uncles and stuff, but tapping into that as an author, for us, the users or the listeners, we, we're we just like, oh my gosh, how does this person know that? So for you, it's kind of like, you have to do that research, you have to go there and you have to just kind of prepare yourself mentally. And it's, I I would never think, some of what you're telling me is just, like I said, insert mind blown emojis because <laughs> it's just like, wait, what? It's, there's so much going to, we see authors we see you guys and it's just like you publish and you know, we expect, I expect my author to put a book out every year (laughs) or the moment I finish one, (laughs) it's like, I finish a book. No, so I I need another one. Where, where's the next book? But, um, is there pressure on creating and releasing content for you? Oh, absolutely. Because my peers, I have a lot of peers that release, like I said, every month. And I'm sitting here like, girl, I'm only on chapter five of writing this story and how you released another book already. Mm-hmm. But again, that just, I had to learn that everybody's journey in this walk is different. Yes. Some people are quick writers. Some people are, are only, you know, some people write only short books and that's no different. That's not taken away from their craft. That's just what they do. Mm-hmm. And I had to realize like what Chelsea does is what Chelsea does and stay in your lane about that. Yes. You know, um, but I'm always like when people host classes, you know, on how to write, you know, better and stuff, I'm always joining these classes so I can improve myself. But yes, there is stress because then I like, just say my last book dropped in January. Mm-hmm. I have DMs from readers, uh, ma'am. I'm not trying to rush you, but can we hurry up and get the next book or in my readers group on Facebook? So about that book, you know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we want this. Does. We want the content. Right. And it's motivation for me, you know, as an author, because you know, sometimes you get in your own head and you're like, dang, you know, like, you know, like maybe you know, like maybe they forgot about me. And it's not that. They're just mm-hmm. waiting. Um, you know, and it, it gives me motivation, you know, to keep going, to keep being a creative because there are people who genuinely love my stories. So. Yes. 
That's that's amazing. You spoke about a Facebook group that you have. What is the mm-hmm. next project that you're working on? And um, or do you have like a book club also that people can kind of join or tell us about your Facebook group? But let's start with what is your next big project that you're working on? I know you just released something in January. We're in May. Mm-hmm. So the readers, I'm sure, are due for something. <laughs> So what is this the next big thing that you're working? Well, the next thing that you're working on that you want us to kind of look out for. Yeah, so I have um upcoming release. I pray it comes out next month, y'all. I'm, I'm trying my hardest to get it out uh, for next month. Um, but it is the continuation of the novella I dropped in January, which was just like a little thin little book. But mm-hmm. I wanted to do it to kind of gauge, you know, to see if people wanted to... to, to I guess you can kind of say, like, I wanted to see, like, the reaction of people, like, to see if they, because it was different for me. I never okay. wrote a novella. I never wrote in third person. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just wanted to test the waters, and I did it. Um, and now they want the full book, so that's what I'm writing. Um, and that should drop next month, Lord willing, it will. Um, and then I have a Facebook group um, on on Facebook. It's called Love on the Low with Chelsea Maria. Okay. I talk all things books there. Um, you get sneak peeks there everything like first dibs on seeing my covers before everybody else um and we just talk in there it's almost like a girls group we just talk about any and everything or other books that we read and you know just stuff like that so you can find me on facebook and my facebook group love on the low with chelsea maria um i'm also on instagram twitter uh and facebook as chelsea maria too so you can find me on there Oh, that's amazing. So I'm going to join the group because I'm not in the group. I have your books. So I'm, I support <laughs> there. I'm just it's so much happening. One thing I did want to round up the conversation with is what is the best advice that you've gotten? Um, and I don't want to generally I leave it to life, but I want to scale it mm-hmm. down to being an author. Uh, what is the best advice you've gotten in that realm? And what is an advice that you'll give to somebody? the best advice somebody has ever told me was to remember my why. Mm. Remember my why to why I create. Because it's so easy to get caught up in the assumption of trying to compare yourself Mm -hmm. to other people trying to take on their identity because you see their success and you're like, I worked as hard as they have, you know, like my book, you know, is this and that and theirs is this and that. And you get your mind just goes haywire. But I have to remember my why. And my why is I'm different than everybody else. I'm Chelsea Maria. I'm writing with I want to write. I'm writing with this is what I want to do. You know, mm-hmm. my why mm-hmm. isn't to be like everybody else. My why isn't to to be to be better than anybody else. I'm still competing with me from yes. t- from 2019. Ooh, I'm I my like own that. competition. So my why is why did I set out to write? You know, like I came in here wanting to share my testimony in the form of love stories because I feel like when, as women, we need outlets sometimes mm-hmm. and reading is a very good outlet to have. Absolutely. But to see and read stories that connect with, uh, how can I say, like stories that connect with what I'm going through, you know, that are very similar to the things that I deal with. That is encouraging to say, girl, you, you came out of it. Yes, I did. So my why is going to be different than somebody else's. And that's what literally keeps me going. It's like, okay, my why isn't her why. Mm-hmm. That's her why. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stay in my lane. I'm going to write what I want to write. I am in full control. 
and I'm bombing what I do. That's my why. Like you I have better my, say my that building. again. <laughs> you better say you know, that I, again. Yeah. That is yeah. So this is my why. And then, what advice would you give to someone? Um, to anyone? What any advice that you would give to someone? Um, well, I know there are a lot of people who want to write a book. Mm-hmm. I get that a lot. Like, I want to write a book. How do I start? And that's literally, how do you start write the book? Mm-hmm. Don't give in to your fears. Like, literally, don't feed your fears. Don't feed your worries. Don't feed your doubts. Because nothing comes to a dream but a dream. And if you have an idea, that idea came to you for a reason. Mm-hmm. God doesn't just give us ideas just for us to have in our heads. He gives us those so we can literally act upon it because you never know what your story might do for somebody else and yes it may be fiction but we take a lot from fiction and we apply it to our lives little do we know it not like we're inspired by music half of the time people talking rapping about it have not lived that life no you're right but we're inspired by it so you don't know like what your stories can do for other people you don't know you know like you being silent is not helping anybody you know Help yourself grow as an individual and actually do what you want to do because we only got one life to live. Like, I literally quit my job. I was working for the county for over six years. Mm -hmm. And I finally said yes to me, yes to following my dreams, yes to actually wanting to create and have the life that I desire. And I said yes to doing that. And I am flourishing because of it. So to anybody that want to write a book or anything that you want to do in life, the first step starts with you. You have to put on your shoes and say, I'm going to do this. And know that you got to try with people behind you. Even if you don't, I love you. <laughs> you got this. You got this. That is perfect. Yes. Now, Chelsea, tell us where you already told us, but um, say it one more time for everyone, where they can find you on social media or contact you um, for anything. On Facebook, you can find me in my readers group on Love on the Love with Chelsea Maria. And I'm also, I have an author page on there. Um, it's Chelsea Maria. You can find me on Instagram, uh, Twitter, even on TikTok. I don't make no videos, but I follow <laughs> as Chelsea Maria. Um, my website is being reconstruction, but it is ChelseaMaria.com. Um, and yeah, that's how you can get in touch with me. Yeah, and you can search her on Amazon. Oh, yeah, on, on Amazon Kindle as Chelsea Maria. Yes. And you'll see my whole catalog of books. Mm-hmm. And go ahead and download. I'm Chelsea. I appreciate you for being here. This was such an amazing conversation. Um, guys, go ahead and check her out. Again, these are stories. And if you are anywhere in that creative space, this is something that you guys should definitely check out. Uh, thank you guys for watching this video. Thank you for listening. If you guys are listening to the audio of this, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're on YouTube and you have not subscribed, what are you waiting for? Subscribe to the channel, um, like, share, tell a friend about us, and I'll see you next time here on Conversation with Moose. Bye. Bye.